Are you struggling to discover your true meaning and purpose? Do you feel like there's more that you've been called to give, but you don't know what it could be or how to tap into it? Are you struggling with uncovering your gifts and your mission? Hi, I'm Susan Beth, and I believe that you are here in this very moment in time to bring forth something into the world that you were uniquely designed and created for. And that's why I've created the She Is Community, to help you discover how to connect with your God-given purpose and help you tap into awakening your spirit so that you can show up and authentically serve your world. I am here to help you gain clarity on your spiritual giftings and how to bring it to light so that you can live life more intentionally, more creatively, and more purposefully. I am so grateful that you are here. It's time to awaken to your unique God design destiny. Hi, everyone. In the last podcast, I talked about how we have to be proactive in guarding our hearts and our minds. There's just so much noise in the world at this time, and it's affecting our souls, which in turn affects our bodies. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to the previous episode, then make sure you do that. You don't have to stop and go listen to it to understand this one. This one will make sense all on its own. But if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, you might want to go back and do that. I grew up hearing the instruction of scripture about taking thoughts captive. So the scripture was instructing us to take captive anything that didn't line up with the word of God. Okay, so any thought that would pop into my mind that was contrary to what I knew the word of God said and what was true, then I knew I was to take that thought captive and refuse to let it stay in my mind, which would affect the way I lived. And it wasn't until the last 10 or 15 years that I was listening to the teaching of a neuroscientist that happened to be a Christian, and I heard her explain that there is actually a place in our frontal lobe where we have a choice to accept a thought into our mind. So literally when we have a thought, and I might not be explaining exactly right how she did, but from my best remembrance of it was like when we have, when something pops in our mind, there is actually a physical place in our frontal lobe where it went. And it was like, in that moment, we had a choice to accept that further into our mind. Is that not crazy? Well, it's not crazy because we were formed by the very hand of God, but that was just so amazing to learn. And this doctor went on to explain that as she studied the brain, it was so amazing to see how accurately it lined, what she was seeing in the brain, how accurately it lined up with the scripture about taking thoughts captive. And as someone that is not lacking for thoughts, this was so empowering for me to learn. God is so good, and he has designed us to flourish and to grow if we will trust and follow his truth and guidance. Which brings me to a thought that I brought up in the last episode that I want to continue on today. I shared in the last episode how I believe that God is using this time of uncertainty to perfect our faith if we will allow him to. I mean, the body of Christ has been given this opportunity to live out our faith in a way that is new to most believers in this time. It's actually not new, though. It's how the church grew from the start and has continued to grow. 
The plan was never for God to reside in a physical temple, but all along the Spirit of God was meant to reside inside you and inside me. Now, this doesn't take away the joy and the gift of us gathering together. I love that. But the gathering at a building has nothing to do with the Spirit of God indwelling us. What a gift that we have access to God at any moment of the day or night. I want to share a verse from 1 Corinthians and then talk about it because it has something that is key for us to understand. 1 Corinthians 2.16 The unspiritual self, just as it is by nature, can't receive the gifts of God's Spirit. There's no capacity for them. They seem like so much silliness. Spirit can be known only by spirit. God's Spirit and our spirits in open communion. Spiritually alive, we have access to everything God's Spirit is doing and can't be judged by unspiritual critics. Let's break this down a little bit. Okay, the first sentence. The unspiritual self, just as it is by nature, can't receive the gifts of God's Spirit. There's no capacity for them. Let's just stop right after that first sentence. Are you living like are you living life from an unspiritual state or are you living from God's spirit within you? Think about that. Are we living life from an unspiritual state or are we living li- our life out of God's spirit within us? Now, you might be like, why are you even asking that? I love God. Why would I even be listening to this if I didn't believe in God and Jesus? Well, I want to stop and I want to ask that because we can say that we believe all we want, but we are also, or we can be entertaining the beliefs of those that don't believe. And I think we can see from this verse that that doesn't really mix because it goes on to say, spirit can be known only by spirit. I'll say that again. Spirit can be known only by spirit. God's spirit and our spirits in open communion. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? That what is it meaning when it's saying God's spirit and our spirits in open communion? Well, it goes on to say spiritually alive, we have access to everything God's spirit is doing. So what I read and believe that to say is When we are in communion, which means spending time, our spirit connecting with God's spirit, and I don't even have to give examples of how you can do that, because as soon as I do that, then that's putting in a box of how that can be done. And I don't believe there is a box. I believe that we are all going to connect to God the way he wired us to connect. And I think that's what causes so much confusion in the body of Christ and in our world because we all share from our experience in connecting with God. And as I share and might explain something powerful that happened in a moment with me, as soon as I do that, even though it's great because I think it testifies to experiences with God, and I love, I love hearing people's experiences, and it, and it helps my faith. But as soon as I do that, it's like, and I hear somebody else's, we automatically, because that's what we do as humans, 
we compare and we, if we think that's cool how that happened, then it's like, we want God to speak to us that way. And it's like, he has wired each of us so uniquely and individually, and he is going to speak to each of us in a unique and individual way. It's amazing. And it's supernatural when my spirit is communing with God. So stop the comparison. He's going to speak to you. Don't look for him to speak to you like he does your friend or your pastor or any teacher in your life. He wants to speak to you how you were wired. So this verse tells us that when we are spiritually alive, so when we are made alive in Christ, which means we are in relationship with Christ, we have access to everything God's spirit is doing. Y'all, that's incredible. I don't think we live with that awareness. I think we, we live looking for somebody else to give us answers when we have access to the God that created everything 24-7. Okay, I want to ask you something. Do you believe God can speak to you? Do you believe God can speak to you? Or do you keep waiting and looking for someone else to give you answers for your life? And I'm asking you that because we can say that we are believers and that we trust God, but then our actions can show differently when we have no peace and we spend all our time asking everyone for their opinion about our life and our situation. And I'm preaching to me too. Because I will be quick to say, I believe God. But then I have to challenge myself. Am I spirit to spirit, communing with him and looking to him over anything else? Or am I trying to get more guidance, more input from people in this world? that their perspective is entirely different than the God of the universe that created me, I think I can trust that his perspective is what I want. Does that make sense? So do you believe that God can speak to you? Do you believe that? Because he can. Spoiler alert. He can. He can speak to you, and he wants to speak to you, and he is speaking to you. I believe that. He is always speaking to you, whether you realize it or not. Let me say, I believe God uses each of us to encourage one another. I absolutely do. And scripture even tells us that, that we are to encourage and provoke each other to good works. So I absolutely believe that he wants to use our voice in each other's life to encourage each other. But what I'm talking about is you understanding that as a believer, your spirit being alive in Christ Jesus gives you access to everything that the spirit of God is doing. So it's kind of like um, that that needs to be the foundation. You and your communion with God needs to be the foundation and God speaking to your spirit. And then it's kind of like they say the icing on the cake. I mean, that's over and above when a brother or sister encourages you. I mean, to me, it's always like confirmation. I'm, well, I'm, I'm scared to say I've never because. I might have, and I might have it, so I don't want to say it like that. I would just say most of the time, I haven't had somebody come tell me something 
that I was not already aware of, that the Spirit of God had not already either planted a seed and it was something I just needed confirmation of in my life. That's typically how God wants to work. He wants to speak to you and then he will use each of us to confirm and to provoke each other to get busy doing what he has already spoken to us. Does that make sense? I think we question that God is speaking to us sometimes because we're not stopping and and taking the time spirit to spirit to learn and to hear and to be led by him. So we can question and we think, well, I don't hear him. I don't think he's speaking to me. But it's because we're not stopping and we're not taking the time to hear him. God cares about everything that is feeling so heavy to you right now. And his desire is for you not to carry it alone. And I know that that can sound so spiritually simple. It's so simple that we discount it and we don't do it. But he did not plan for you to carry the weight of the world around. His whole plan is for you to bring it to him. And when do we bring it to him? It's in the getting still. It's in the stopping, the silencing, all the voices and the opinions within our spirit and hearing what the spirit of God is speaking to us. And I guarantee you in those quiet moments, you're going to hear him say, I've got you. Give me those things that you are carrying that are weighing you down. Lean on me. Rest in me. I've got you. And I know that you've probably experienced moments like this. So you know that I'm telling the truth. But I also know that you've probably experienced, like me, of having those moments. And then after those moments, picking all those things back up. And then feeling like the whole spirit to spirit thing just doesn't work. But it works, friend. It works. We've just got to stay connected to our life source. Okay, I want to share from 2 Corinthians 4.4, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation. And it says, for their minds have been blinded by the God of this age, leaving them in unbelief. Their blindness keeps them from seeing the wonderful news of the glory of Jesus Christ, who is the divine image of God. Are you being blinded? Am I being blinded? Are we being blinded by anything that the God of this age, anything that the world and culture is trying to lead us to believe through media, through so many ways that we're bombarded with, that's leaving us in unbelief? And the last verse I want to share is 1 Peter 1.13 which says, so then prepare your hearts and minds for action. Stay alert and fix your hope firmly on the marvelous grace that is coming to you. It says prepare your hearts and minds for actions. We've got to prepare. This isn't some spur of the moment. When we live like that, that's when our life feels like it's unraveling. We have to prepare our hearts, and our minds every single day and throughout the day as, as, as much as you need to prepare. And then it goes on to say, stay alert and fix your hope firmly. Stay alert and fix your hope firmly on the marvelous grace that is coming to you. We've got to stay alert. There are things that are going on that we've got to be aware of. We've got to stay on guard. We've got to stay alert and then 
We've got to fix our hope. Because it's easy when you're staying alert and you're aware of things to lose hope. And that's what the enemy wants you to do. But we win, guys. We win. So you have to fix your hope firmly. Fix your hope firmly on the marvelous grace that is coming to you. We have been granted such marvelous grace. And we can fix our hope to that and be sure that he has us. I want to pray over us as, as um, we're wrapping up. And I want to ask God to show himself strong in our lives. Father, I pray over every person that is listening to my voice right now. And I pray right now that they would sense your power and your presence in this very moment. Because your spirit, it's, it's not contained by time or space. And you are closer and nearer to us than we can comprehend. Thank you for reminding us that you are near. Forgive us for allowing our hearts and our minds to get cluttered with stuff. Just stuff, just so much stuff. And, and all of it's not bad. It's just taking up too much space that needs to be filled by you. Your life and your hope. We need you. We need the peace and the comfort and the guidance of your Holy Spirit every moment of every day. Father, I pray that you would awaken a passion for your presence in each of us. We need you like never before. And we trust you and we look to you to do it. In the name of Jesus, we ask all of these things. Amen. Hey you, thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to susanbeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do, because you being you is exactly what we all need.